Inau mai, haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Just an update for you. The police have declared the search for a missing Christchurch real estate agent is now a homicide investigation. 44-year-old mother Jan Bao was last seen door-knocking in the suburb of Wigram a week ago. The police have been searching a stretch of the Horswell River near Green Park today using inflatable boats and have cordoned off parts of Neils Road. Uh, Detective Inspector Nicola Reeves says they have informed her family about the news. You will hear more about that uh, at 4 o'clock on RNZ National and I'm sure a checkpoint will be uh, very much across uh, this news. So stay listening to RNZ National on that uh, news there. Uh, today on the panel, a further fallout post the Kiri Allen issue. RNZ board member Jason Ake has resigned today following criticism of his public commentary on former Justice Minister Kiritapu Allen. Some have suggested MPs undergo mental health checks. So what are the issues in terms of assessing a worker's fitness. We'll explore that angle today. Some family GPs, they are under considerable pressure. We have one GP on the panel this afternoon who is dipping into her mortgage to keep the practice running. How has it come to this? Also, repairs are underway after a sinkhole caused a 100-year-old pipe uh, to open in Auckland. What makes a sinkhole? And also on the panel, do we need to call time on slovenly attire for air travel that there was a time when you could dress to get on a plane not now it's anything goes it's trackies and a neck pillow for long haul where's your self-respect said one travel writer text me 2101 have we let standards slip Uh, you can text us on that or email the panel at rnz.co.nz with me today nalini baruch businesswoman founder of lot eight Olive Oils, good to have you here, Nalini. Hi, Bula Namaste, Wallace. And Sawan Manning, commentator, journalist, founder, and current managing director of Multimedia Investments. Kia ora, Sawan. Tanakwe Wallace, and uh, kia ora to you too, Nalini. Hi, yeah. Sawan. Now, FIFA fever continues on the panel, and today the big topic is, of course, last night's football ferns game and the goal not countered by the ref. Can't find the ball. Wilkinson towards the far post and hit it in by Jackie Hand. Fans were out of their seats at the Wellington Stadium, but the celebrations turned to shock. Goal disallowed. Well, I thought someone who knows about the technicalities of this is sometime panellist and women's football coach Andrew Clay. Bringing you in, Andrew. Welcome. Ah, Wallace. How are you, my friend? Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. What happened, Andrew? Well, uh, you know, I've looked at that still, the the, um, the animated still, if you like. That makes it's a contradiction, but you know, the bit the bit of vision, and I, I can't see how you can call that. I, they say it's the rules. It would have been literally millimeters. It would not have been called a while ago. And I suppose they bring that stuff in there to make it accurate. But I was looking at it. The feet of Hannah Wilkinson were behind the feet of the defender. The hand of Hannah Wilkinson was behind the hand. It's the furthest most part. So her, her part of her the part of the defender's body was further further away or closer to her own goal than ours. So they've made this arbitrary call that it's the shoulder or whatever. Why that is, I, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, it's the feet as you run with. Or they're looking at changing the rule that you have to be completely 
um, separated to be offside. That is to say, if any part of your body intersects with the defender, you're onside. If that had been the case in this, the goal would have stand easily, would have stood. And in just about any other time in history, it would have stood. But the truth be told is the Ferns were poor in the first half. They, they, went, they, they let the pressure get to them in the yeah. way they didn't let it get to them in the first game. They looked up tight. They looked anxious. They looked like they wanted to score straight away and not be patient. And that's what cost them. But the second half, they were great. They, lots of goal-scoring chances. And it just didn't go in. And that's why, that's why there's football violence. Wallace, that's why there's football violence. Because it's a frustrating game. And uh, not always the best team wins. Yeah, that's right. You swallow your, you, 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 you nearly, it sounds like you nearly choked on your popcorn last night, Andrew. Were, <laughs> were, were we robbed? We, well, no, no, but a little bit all we weren't robbed, but it, but it is frustrating. But you look at, you know, other chances, the amazing save that the keeper pulled off from Grace Jale in the final few minutes, and you have to say fair play. That's a, that's a match winning save. Um, and she saved that, and there were other chances as well. The header from Wilkinson. Uh, it, it, there were there were multiple other chances that, that you know the, Jackie Han hitting the inside of the post. Anyone of those, and we're literally talking inches and millimeters at times between everyone and saying what a great uh, what a great result it was and how well they played. And that's, <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah, football. That, my that, goodness, that, that, and that's why we, I've talked about this a lot of times to football coaches. You know, people get sacked for a result like that I mean it won't happen in this case but like at the premier level or, or even other yeah. international teams level they'll get sacked they'll, you know, he didn't win the game but oh. you look at it and you go inside of the post literally that was six inches that, that, it's a great fantastic goal from Jackie Hand you know the, the, the offside call the, the save from the keeper and it's suddenly 3-1 and, and, and we're going what a great you know what yeah. a great result that was but they backed themselves into a corner by underperforming or performing nervously or anxiously or getting frustrated too easy in the first half. Got it. And, let's, um, Andrew, yeah. uh, let's go around the panel and come back to you. N- Nalini Baruch, have you been following this? Oh, look, I was brought up on soccer, so I'm uh, ah. very interested. Um, but, Andrew, um, uh, my reading of the uh, the rules, they seem to be quite prescriptive, very, very well defined, actually. I mean, even though the the above the elbow is considered a body and below the elbow is not considered body because it doesn't touch the ball when it comes to football. That was a bit yeah. too prescribed. But um, I guess the players know the rules and they would know that, um, you know, once you bring in the third umpire, all the cricketers are feeling very sorry for you right now, um, that there's quite a high chance that it'll be the deciding, the deciding uh, mechanism. Yeah, and, and this is what it is. And, and if they say, if it, if it is by, literally by one centimetre, it's mm. not right, it's one centimetre. I, I just, I find that if I have to look at it and I, in, in a still and I can't see, looking at it for minutes yeah. at a time, mm. you know, but, but it, it is what it is, um, you know, and, and it could have saved us a goal and it, and it might save us a goal against Switzerland and we'll be happy for the for the thing. But you understand the frustration. And of course, for as, as drama is concerned, everyone exploded with the goal. And then a minute or two later, you're going, oh, no, it wasn't a goal. And it looked like a beautiful goal. But, I mean, it, it is what it is. I, you can't say we were robbed. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that at yes. all. Um, okay. It, it, it's just frustrating. Salwin. Yeah, you know, when you looked at that goal that wasn't to be, if it was a goal to be, it would have been probably one of the best of the tournament. You know, it just sounds... <laughs> everything came together. It, it reminded me of those World Cup events, you know, way back where you'd see Argentina okay. taking a move. It was just fantastic. So on that part, you know, what what a shame. But on the other part, I want... Look, 
the rules are the rules. The rules are clearly mm. stated there, you know, and it's easy from the armchair to kind of say this. Yeah. The technology is picking up the subtleties that we never would have been able to before. Um, as long as everybody's on the same measuring stick, if you like, you know, you can understand um, where it's coming from. And also there was the previous um, World Cup um, with the, and the men's tournament that I understand was um, measured by the same kind of technologies. But getting that, the only thing I would kind of add here is the thing of perspective. Now, when you you know, it, I'm looking at the, this the um, not the 3D uh, image, but the two dimensional image, and there's a thing a perspective. You know, an individual that is closer to a camera is going to appear larger than the defender well behind. Yeah. right, yeah, yeah. right, Andrew. Yeah, and the other thing too is there's a chip in the ball, and it's taken from when the ball is struck. But anyone who tell you your foot will be in the contact in contact with the ball. For a period of time, it might be a, a split second, but a period of time, you know, enough time though to travel one or two centimeters to be onside or offside. So when do they take it from when the ball, your foot strikes the ball to play the pass? I think, mm. you know, in cricket they have the umpire's call where it's the bottom half of the ball is hitting the stumps, but it's not, and it goes back to the umpire's call on the field. There, I think there in this case, this was so. Inc- I've never seen a res- um, decision so close. I've never seen one so close. Uh, you know, there's something for that. But again, it's done now. If you're the coach and the players, you've got to park it. You can't dwell on it like we are now, and that's, you know, I guess it's the job of the media to have a chat about it. You've got to get on with it, and it's going to be all on for Switzerland. It's going to be one of the most viewed games I would suggest in New Zealand football history because it's all on that game, and everyone in that group can finish top or bottom. Oh, fantastic. Always a pleasure. You sound so racked up, Andrew, but, you know, in the final instance, <laughs> rugby was the winner on the, day, on the day, wasn't it? I mean, I mean, football was the winner on the day, wasn't Come it? Come on, Wallace. Come on, mate. It was. It was. <laughs> Good on you, Andrew. Thank you for that. Hope to have you on the show uh, soon enough. That's Andrew Clay there, a women's football uh, coach. Uh, it is uh, five to five. We have Ananili Baruch and uh, Sawa Manning. Do you think that we are too slovenly now uh, in the day, the modern days of air travel, that we don't make an effort? Uh, someone says here... Uh, Yes, many restaurants have dress codes. Planes should have dress codes. <laughs> time for I've been thinking. Actually, shall we kick off with Salwan Manning uh, this time around? Salwan. Yeah, OK, thanks, Wallace. Um, well, I've been thinking about how the United States Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, will be in New Zealand this week to watch the United States versus Netherlands game. Um, that's yeah. a World Cup, Women's World Cup game, of course. But as foreign policy specialist Jeffrey Miller wrote this morning, Blinken's visit is also likely to include talks with um, Chris Hipkins, our Prime Minister, but also Australia's Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, who's also in Wellington um, this week, and our Foreign Affairs Minister, Nanaya Mahuta. Now, it is expected that when they meet, they will be discussing how New Zealand engages with the AUKUS Security Defence Pact. You know, that's the Australia-UK-United States Pact where they forward commit to issues relating to defence and security. And that of, often in the, um, the uh, Indo-Pacific region is where the focus is there containing China as a, as a part of that um, from their point of view. Now, there's a lot of... This gets me thinking about the sensitivity around this, Wallace, and that's yeah. around New Zealand's potential involvement with AUKUS, now Australia, the United States and the UK. They all want New Zealand in some way to attach to this defence grouping under a thing called P2. Now, without going down deep into what it all is, just to, you know, that's where that is, and we'll just park that there. But the AUKUS also raises sensitivities for New Zealand, and certainly with our government too, I would hope. For example, 
should New Zealand connect to a forward committing security defence pact that is led by the United States when the United States is politically so unstable and where, for example, the outcome of its 2024 presidential election is far from clear. I would just say to this point before we move on, Wallace, any decisions made by the New Zealand government relating to AUKUS, they must not just consider modelling out scenarios under a stable US-UK-AU arrangement, but also scenarios that could very well occur Mm. under a destabilised United States administration after the 2024 elections. Thank you, Selwyn. And I do believe there's going to be a press conference uh, with uh, Australian Prime Minister Albanese at 4.20pm. So maybe some of those issues may be addressed and we'll keep you up to date uh, on the panel and through the checkpoint on that. Very good. Kia ora, Selwyn. All right, Nalini Baruch, I've been thinking. Uh, at the very extreme end of that um, that um, sliding scale, I'm talking about my childhood memories today, and that is I bought a packet of milkshake lollies, and I was absolutely and utterly disappointed. It did not taste anything like what I remember as a child. But then I sort of took a look around the supermarket and realised I couldn't find a packet of those pink, you know, the sickly sweet pink wafers we used to eat as children. Love them. I'd like to I know, know. Uh, what's happened. Has some okay. uh, sugar police taken no, them off the shops? No, no, you have happened? come to the right place. Oh, the fantastic. Panel, the panel family will know. We'll be getting texts in droves about where did the pink wafers go. Where and did is they there, go? Is there any better biscuit in the pink wafer? When you open that tin can oh. and you saw the pink wafer, yeah. it was the only biscuit on planet Earth, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. Those Do you agree with boxes? us? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bring them back, Wallace. Bring them back. Text me 2101. <laughs> pink wafer fans unite this afternoon. We are on the panel RNZ National. Nalini Baruch, Sawan Manning with us this Wednesday afternoon.